It's time for Tom Girl with JJ Jurgens. A different breed. Welcome to Tom Girl, where we talk all things sports, entertainment, fashion, and adventure. Super Bowl Sunday is here, and to get everyone fired up for the big game, we have a very special guest on the show today. We have one of Kansas City's most legendary fans, Lynn Weirdwolf Schmidt. Woohoo! Welcome. Yeah, thanks. Here we go. How about those teeth? Oh! Oh, I love it. We got the legendary howl right off the bat. You bet. Got to light it up, man. We got to get ready for this big game. Oh, well, I'm so, so, so pumped up to talk with you. I have so many questions. I first, let's just start out. Like, when did your love for the Kansas City Chiefs start? Yeah, you know, as a child, uh, 1971, Christmas Day, I can remember the exact moment. It was the longest game in NFL history. At least that's how it turned out against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, playoff game but we lost that game in uh, double overtime but uh, I fell in love with the Chiefs that day and and that's that was that was the moment that took it took it took it all over uh, you know it was Christmas day my mom was downstairs yelling hey we want to open gifts I was upstairs in my little black and white tv with the antennas and the aluminum foil strewn across the room so I could see it all and uh, yeah, that's 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 when it all began. When did you start then, like going to the games in person? Yeah, that was a long. It was a long time before I actually started to go to games in person. It was about 1998 when I moved to Kansas City, um, and and I started going right away as many games as I could. But it was you know uh, broke up. There weren't a lot of season tickets, so so I was uh, finding my way in when I could. Mm -hmm. And then when did the epiphany come or when were you, when did this whole weird wolf creature come to life? <laughs> well, yeah, that was an interesting moment. I was sitting in the Adams Mark hotel uh, across the street, was going to watch the game uh, at the bar there. Some guy came in and said, Hey man, I want to uh, take you. Uh, are you interested in going to the game? And I said, well, yeah, yeah, it'd be great, but I don't have a ticket. And he said, hey, I got an extra ticket. Come with me. We'll go into the game. And so we went. He took me over to the game. Uh, we were sitting up in third level, and he bought me two big beers. And he said, okay, you need to drink these right away. Boom, boom. And without any questions asked, I bought you your ticket. This is what I'm requesting you to do. And I'm like, oh, geez, okay. So, yeah, bam, bam, two beers down. And he and he stayed for a little bit longer and then he took off and I never saw the guy again. I don't know what the deal was, but uh, in, in the process, he had purchased a third beer and set it down there for me. I got talking to the people next to me and they said, yeah, I know his brother passed away last year. Uh, he's been kind of down. I think he just wanted to bring somebody into the game, get him started, have some fun. And uh then we were playing the San Francisco 49ers actually did in that game. And about the third quarter, after all those beers, I was pretty, pretty wound up feeling pretty good. And I start, and we were really feeding the 49ers badly. And I uh, got up and started yelling ass kicking. That's just what I said over and over and over again. And eventually about a third of the stadium was yelling that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my gosh, that's uh, that's a lot of power. I didn't think that would 
anything like that could happen. That was pretty special. So um, after that, the idea came to uh, form the Weird Wolf character. So that's kind of where it all started. Oh, what a great story. And how how has the Weird Wolf kind of evolved over the years? Yeah, you know, you got to know a little history about uh, Kansas City as to why uh, the why the wolf pack is part of their culture and why we have like the Casey wolf is our mascot out on, uh, out on the field. Uh, back in the early days of municipal stadium back uh, 1972, 71, when the uh, actually before that 71, uh, the uh, uh, in municipal stadium, the, the fans were rowdy and crazy sitting behind the bench of the opposing team. One of the announcers said, this sounds like a bunch of howling wolves. The Chiefs picked up on it the next year and turned it into the wolf pack uh, and, and started promoting that, that aspect of it. So Weird Wolf uh, is my idea for keeping the wolf pack alive out in Arrowhead Stadium. And uh, they kind of took, took the wolf pack part of it all away, but they still kept uh, Casey Wolf, and I'm trying to keep the spirit of those original rowdy fans alive. That's what I'm about. Yeah. So you've kind of created, I mean, you guys have a great, like, like kind of community on Facebook and just, just great fans. How do you, what kind of um, things do you do to rally together? And how have you kept the, how do you keep that spirit and that going in the stadium? Yeah. Um, you know, the, Kansas City's a unique area uh as far as stadiums go especially with the tailgating there's very few teams anymore that promote that lamar hunt early on said you know i want to have the fans out there have them tailgating having a good time and uh, he really promoted that and pushed that and we've kind of through all of that become a family uh when you go out to arrowhead and walk the parking lots you get invited in all the time if even if you're an opposing fan we bring those people in, we get them to have a great time to enjoy Kansas City. Uh, and so it's a, it's, a, it's become the kingdom of recent, but, but uh, the, the fans that are there really make up that whole atmosphere. And whether we're winning or losing, the tailgate experience is always just incredible. Uh, just be amazed walking around there, what all you can get, what you can enjoy on uh as far as dining and those kind of things, you get the barbecue, of course, you get the, uh, uh, there's, I've had lobster in the uh, parking lot, brats, all that, all the food that you can imagine people are cooking up and there's a different food out there all the time. Everybody's enjoying it, hanging out together, playing games, just a great big giant 80,000 person party. How does the uh, weird wolf do with cornhole with that claw? <laughs> uh, I don't get to play a lot of cornhole. I, too many holes get put in the bags. You know, you got to be careful with gripping those things. So, yeah, you know, the claws tear it all up. So we have to be careful. I don't get, yeah, but I, I spend a lot of time wandering around rather than uh, playing in all the uh, reindeer games. Yeah. You were known for, you started a slogan, kind of a catchphrase in the stadium, telling people to decibel up. Kind of talk about what that was about and how that got started. Yeah, a number of years back, they uh, we started an effort to um, a group of people started an effort to uh, go for the decibel up decibel record. Uh, 
we set it up with the Guinness Book of World Records. We've actually done it two times. We go what one the first one I think it was 135.7 decibels is what we set on the first effort. Uh, in between that, Seattle took over the uh, the record with a little bit more. They were a little higher, 139 or something. And so we came back, did it again with 142.2 decibels, which is incredibly loud. We have to sustain that volume for a really long time. But in the process of all of that, um, I was going to the games with a flag uh, that I had created that said decibel up. And crazy enough, the first time I went into it, I had actually spelled decibel wrong. So the cameraman was like, look, I want to put you on the camera, but you spelled decibel wrong. So next game came back flag corrected got it all right and uh and start it started going up on the on the big screen with the decibel up getting the crowd rowdy that's how part of how i helped get the crowd noise up and um then about two years after i started bringing that flag in the chiefs to my surprise started shooting up decibel up exactly the way i had drawn it up on my flag up on the big screen and now it's on the ribbon boards it's been used on t-shirts been used on uh glasses and mugs that they're sold in the stadium uh, it's become part of the lexicon of the chiefs so it's uh one of my proudest moments is to know that i uh, coined that idea the decibel up and and uh we hold the record and we're going to always hold that record for the loudest stadium anywhere that's awesome. How amazing. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the other, you've like traveled to some Super Bowls. You've done a lot of things with the team. What are some of the, the biggest moments that come to mind for you? Uh, I've gotten to do a lot of fun things. Uh, back in 2002, I was actually inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, as the ultimate fan for that year. Each year they picked a different fan. So we went to Green to Canton and actually played Green Bay. Uh, in the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame game uh, that year. Also, it was the same year that Marcus Allen and Hank Stram went into the Hall of Fame. So it was a real special occasion for that Hall of Fame game, being there, being inducted into the Hall for that time. Uh, I had a display of uh, my plaque and things out, out there for one year, along with all 31 of the other teams. We had one from every team. That was inducted. It was the Visa Fans Hall of Fame. And uh, so that was one one uh, of my favorite moments was going to that game. Uh, since then, I've been able to go to the filling out my bucket list of things to do. I went to the uh, 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 Super Bowl last year, got to go to that one, to the Phoenix uh, Stadium and uh that was a real special moment to finally get there and, and to participate in the Super Bowl that the Chiefs were in, that we won yeah. and uh, took down uh, took down our opponents for that year, the Philadelphia Eagles. So that was real special to be there in, in on the field. And then this year, I got to uh, attend a trip to Germany, which is why we got our little German chapeau on still. We still got the decibel up and the decibel knock open which uh, is how you say decibel up in German. So uh, that was a phenomenal trip. We had a great time there. Also, again, won the game against the Miami Dolphins, took them down. That was a real special moment out in uh, Frankfurt, Germany, and then did a little family trip on top of it. Uh, got to take my wife and son 
And uh, we went around to the German Alps and to Munich and really took in the whole uh, atmosphere. It was it was amazing. Beer was flowing down the uh, staircases in the Frankfurt Stadium. They they pound it there in Germany. You have the big Stein. Yeah, yeah, I had to have the big Stein. <laughs> and there you also didn't you get a little hug in with uh, Travis Kelsey's mom on that trip? Yes, we had some friends that were staying in the same hotel that the Chiefs uh, team was. And then a lot of the other parents and family of the team were staying there as well. So they invited us over for breakfast one morning um, and went out there. And yes, we got to got to meet Donna Kelsey. That was very special seeing her uh, hanging out with her. She was very nice, very friendly. The first time I saw her, I kind of followed her into the lunchroom. She said, oh, no, no, not now, not now. Get, get back. I'll come talk to you in a little bit. And she did. And uh, it was uh, it was fantastic to, to be able to hang out with her and see her. Yeah. You also had another big moment for talking about the Super Bowl before where you were part of an ad for the halftime show. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a great time. Um, we got contacted early on actually uh i think we hadn't even made it to the playoffs yet but they asked uh were asking people for a casting call for for an ad we had no idea what it was going to be about what we were doing uh i hadn't even really thought about doing it i wasn't really fired up to go do an ad or what have you i didn't know what it was going to be and at the very last day, the people, the producers called me and said, hey, we really want you to fill something out, fill out the form and uh, do a little promo tape and and uh, come on and, and see about getting that part of that. And uh, so last second, I ran down here, shot a quick video, uh, answered the questions that they asked about and sent that in. And a uh, little later on, uh, they let us know that hey we're, we're really interested in you and being part of this thing then they finally revealed that it's going to be a rihanna halftime commercial and so we had to sing the song stay before that we had to sing a song that really meant something very special to us um i don't sing so that was uh the most stressful moment of my life uh was trying to put together that tape and to sing these songs. And so I sung Dust in the Wind, uh, which the producer had never heard before, surprisingly. But she was like, oh my gosh, that was eerie. That was so awesome. I don't know if that was a good thing or not, but she was, uh, I guess, impressed. And then we had to do the song Stay as well, which is a really difficult song to sing. Rihanna uh, does an amazing job with it, but... Um, through all this process of sending these things in, sending these tapes in, eventually they said, yeah, we, you've been picked. Uh, we're sending one fan from every team to do the uh, Rihanna halftime commercial promotion. And they flew us to LA. We got to go into the studios. They took, took it, put us up in a hotel, did the whole thing. It was just like, uh, I guess, what the big stars get to, get to experience. But uh, for us, it was a pretty amazing thing hang with all these people, singing the song Stay, and then uh, seeing how they edit it out. And uh, I wound up with a pretty, pretty nice finale to the whole song. You sure did. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that how, man. Well, it was so fun to see all of you from all the different teams, like, interact together, too. It was just really cool. 
yeah, I made a lot of friends through the process. There were a lot of people that I knew, uh, Big Buck or uh, uh, Big Nasty from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of my guys that I've known for a lot of years. Um, and just a lot of people there, you know, to see all those folks and to visit with them. We got, you know, uh, there was a lot of downtime where we just hung out and uh, visited, talked, you know, threw a little trash talking about our teams, some of that fun getting out, getting to go out to dinner, all of that kind of stuff. It was, uh, it was uh, really cool, real cool experience. What was fun was when I finished the how, which you mentioned before, um, and I, you know, still nervous as heck about the whole thing and didn't, you know, singing just wasn't my thing. And they wanted people that couldn't sing actually. Uh, so they got a perfect candidate for that. But when I walked off while Rihanna's people were there, they had a, a bunch of seats and chairs that she wasn't there herself but a lot of their her people were there and uh and as i walked off uh, the sound person went oh my god you hit that note just perfect how in the world did you do that and they all stood up and applauded i got a standing ovation from rihanna's people so i was pretty thrilled about pretty yeah. thrilled about that moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah you might you might have a career in music now you know uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. I can howl, you know, that's a good thing. I can get that done. But uh, known for long pause, howl, where I can stop traffic. Actually did that in Germany out in the uh, Old Town Square in Frankfurt. Uh, uh, some friends of mine were like, did just come up there. So I did a great big howl. Honestly stopped everybody in their tracks through the whole uh, through the whole plaza. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. What are some more of the things that you do? Like if we were at a game, I'm at a chief's game and you're there, like what kind of things are you going to be doing? Well, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're running through the crowd. We're trying to pump them up. We go, we walk the stadium, uh, parking lot, uh, probably about three to four hours ahead of time. And I make, I do, I start out in lot A, then we go off to lot B, C, D over to lot G, which is on the other side of the stadium couple tailgates there a lot of tailgates that i go visit at and the whole deal is just to walk around going you got to be loud today be loud crank it up be crazy visit and you know, i find out whether it's their first time or not you know so if you're a virgin to the game we give them a little uh initiation to the process and get them to yell just go around getting people rowdy and cranked up you know like right now we we got the 49ers coming up for the super bowl so we always chomp down on that a little bit with the big ah i get that going you know uh there's something always something to uh get the crowd going rowdy and then we've got the uh flags that i bring out you know there's we've got the big uh flags that we bring out the decibel up flags that we hold up get the crowd going with those waving the flag this is kind of the original look that decibel up was so there's all that. I got a whole bunch of different flags, different things that we do and fling those things around. And, you know, there's shot skis, there's uh, all kinds of uh, craziness that goes on in that parking lot. And uh, we go visit the teepee. There's a teepee gang out there. So go out and see those guys and, and a number of different tailgates. There's uh, places where players, some of the players family go all the time like the Mahomes go out to lot D the Sneed family goes out to lot G we kind of have met a lot of those people uh in walking around the stadium mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I want to go it just sounds like such a good time <laughs> oh you would have the blast well 
I'll take you on the tour. It'll be a good time. Okay, I'll have to make it out. To you got to cheer for the Chiefs, though. Is that where where you'd be headed? Oh, I, for, for sure for the Chiefs. You know, like, <laughs> truth be told, out there. So we are actually, you are my cousin-in-law. So. Oh, wait, we're going to reveal the truth. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, Dad, growing up in, you know, Nebraska, we didn't have a pro team. So, um, right. And my mom, that was the only, they went to a couple Chiefs games before, before us kids were around, they would go to a couple Chiefs games. So then when we came with, it was all about just Nebraska college football, you know? So yeah, so no, yeah. I still, I still, we all still pull for the Chiefs. So <laughs> no, that's good. I didn't know if you converted having moved, moved to the West coast, you know, I, I might have. Chargers fan as well, but I. Oh man. Well, you got a new coach now. So yeah, there's, yeah. there's always hope again. <laughs> But the Chargers going to Charger. They start high and then they go low. <laughs> a lot. It's kind of it's kind of painful between them and my Huskers lately. It's been a rough couple of years, but <laughs> yeah, they all got they're up the, yeah they're coming around though. We'll see what happens. New time, but all right. So walk me through um, how long this takes you to get together. How long it takes you to become the Weird Wolf and what that entails. Man, you know, uh, it, it, it honestly is only about an hour in the process. All the outfit and the getup and all the, all the pins and things that we have on here, I've been gathering over. This is my 24th season of doing this. I'm going to shoot for at least one more season to get 25 seasons in. Uh, but, yeah, it's only about an hour as, uh, for the process of getting it all ready to go. But I'm I'm so nervous that I, in before going to a uh, uh, to the stadium, that I like I'm pacing around, waiting, trying all for a while. Usually, each time was I wait for whether Joe, my son, is ready to go or not, and and uh, I'm always ready before they are. But uh, yeah, a good solid hour, little face paint, throw on all the gear, make sure you have some hauls because you got to suck on the halls uh throat lozenges uh during the offensive series so that your throat stays good for the defensive time when you when you've got to be out there yelling and uh just to make sure i don't forget any of those things and not to forget your ticket you always got to make sure you have your phone and your ticket i've done that twice where i had to make joe run back to the car and grab my phone so uh, what do joe and sandra think of this um <laughs> they <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know that they're used to it. Let's put it that way. Uh, I don't know that they've ever fully uh, accepted it, but they're used to it. They know that's what I what I really enjoy doing. And uh, it's my way of expressing my whole Chiefs fandom and love for that team and the game. And so uh, as we do with who we love, we accept them for what they are. And yeah. I think that's the best I can say for them. Taking <laughs> it on for you afterwards, after 25 seasons. <laughs> well, our first date, the first time uh, Sondra and I went out, I took her to a Chiefs Kingdom show, which is the radio show uh, run by Mitch Holtus. And um, I got out of the car, started putting all my stuff on. And Sondra was like, oh, no. And she took off. She headed for the bar that this place was the uh, where it was being held at. She was a full block ahead of me. I walked in. She wouldn't even sit with me that night. I had to sit with all my other friends. I said, oh, yeah, that's my date over there. <laughs> <laughs> 
And somehow, somehow we found a way to keep making it work. So, so again, yeah, she found some acceptance. Oh, I'm sure she loves it. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, right? You've been on shows like Best Damn Sports Show, period. I mean, people, people know you, you know, they recognize this character and you brought so much love and fun to Chiefs fans. Yeah, it, it's, it's fun to be recognized. It's fun to be part of all that. It's for me, it's really all about winning. You know, winning the games. That's why I did it was to to get the crowd pumped up. I figured that dressing up, showing up at the games, getting their attention and getting them to get rowdy, even when we're behind, that's that was the main reason for really uh, doing that. And so in that process, being recognized, yeah, it was it's fun to to be able to go do some of the things that I've gotten to do with the best damn sports show uh that was after our that was in 2003 i think when they uh uh visa actually flew us out there and we also got to do the jimmy kimmel show at the same time and uh flew us to new york for opening day of the nfl uh season you know that was in like 2004 or something like that so so um it's been a lot of great experiences i've gotten to do a lot of local commercials and ads and and uh, always getting called to do some some fun stuff and, you know, be able to be uh, part of that for the charities, Ronald McDonald House and some of those kind of things, too. Uh, we've been able to, to get all of our uh, we actually have a group called the Pro Football Ultimate Fans Association. And uh, during the draft this last year, we were able to pull you know, all these fans come in from all over. And so we got to go do some stuff at the Ronald McDonald House with the kids there, as well as cooking a meal for them. So it's not just about uh, uh, the self-indulgence and enjoyment of all that, but being able to do some things for some other people and to get the team to 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 perform and win and have that success. Yeah. What was so? Say there's somebody out there who is just so passionate about their team. You know, any advice you would have how they could become like for being like the, the biggest fan? <laughs> well. First thing is get a character that you can do every time, because I'll guarantee you, if you're wearing the hot masks in Miami, you may not want to keep doing that. So develop a character that you want to do all the time and, and feel comfortable with doing, you know, I'm getting, I, I'm 63. I'm getting tired of putting the face paint on. That's why I'm trying to get that 25th season in, see where that goes after that. But, but, yeah, number one, find a character. And then number two, you got to have a sense of humor. You are going to catch grief, not only from other teams, but you're going to catch grief from your own fans, especially if you're losing. Uh, so be prepared. You got to have uh, the answers that 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 are funny and you can't take any uh, offense to what people are saying. They're just they're just being what they're being. But you've got to have a good comeback to to alleviate those situations when they arise. But yeah, you'll you'll get uh, all kinds of uh, entertaining comments. <laughs> awesome. So tell me a little bit. You got so much stuff around you. I just love all this memorabilia and things. Can you tell us kind of a little tour around your cave there? Yeah, I I, I don't want to move the cameras. So I'm not going to do that, but but um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff out here. You know, uh, I've got things from all over. This was from our first San Francisco game. This was uh, was made by uh, Arrow Man Monty uh, Short. 
he's the longest running Chiefs fan that that we have. He was uh, the first inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame from the Kansas City Chiefs. So he always puts a little arrow out through uh, through that. So that's part of it. I've got uh, you know Super Bowl rings. These are um, electric football figures, which um, are reproduced and painted by a friend of mine. And uh, you can see there's Andy Reid and some of the other players in there. And and uh, this is from our from uh, the last Super Bowl. So I have all the Super Bowl teams painted up and done like that. Those are part of my favorite part of the collection. And uh, and things are flying. And then we've got uh, your decibel up beer, uh, which we have. I have our own brand of beer. We also have our own brand of cigar, the decibel up cigar. Uh, through Outlaw Cigar, that's the company that uh, produces those, but they're made at the, the cigars are made at the A.J. Fernandez factory, but uh, Outlaw Cigar and Brewery makes the decibel up beer that uh, that we promote, so. What, what kind of brew is it? Like oh, it's an IPA, and in honor of the decibel up record, the white label can is, uh, Called, we have one that's called Super Fan. That one's called Super Fan. This one's called Fanatic. But in honor of the 142.2 decibel record, we uh, the uh, alcohol content of, of that is 14.2, and it's 142 IBUs, which is the uh, hop content. So it's really hoppy, very strong. You don't want to drink more than one of these at a time. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll be dustling down pretty soon <laughs> that, yeah 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 that can happen so um, yeah other than that there's a lot of autographed items um uh you know i've got books autographs these are some this is some art that i actually produced we'll try to get the shine out of it here but um uh and and that was uh leo chanel and one of his quotes was i'm gonna be I want to bring violence and physicality to the game. So, so uh, I was able to produce that art and and uh, got it signed by him. But yeah, a whole bunch of autographed footballs all stacked up behind me over here. I've got a uh, some of the legends all the way back from Otis Taylor and Buck Buchanan and Bobby Bell and Willie Lanier. Those were my heroes and idols back when I was a kid, and all the way up to Patrick Mahomes and uh, Travis Kelsey these days. That's great. How wonderful. It's just so, so fun to see all that, all that, what you're doing. Yeah. A lot of stuff. There's a lot of little electric, electric football fields, which is part of my other hobby. And, and then of course the Wolfpack uh, license plate stuff from the history. Yeah. It's, it's, I got a little bit of everything, probably a little too much. Nah, there's never too much, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk Super Bowl a little bit. What are you going to be doing this year for the Super Bowl? Wow, we're trying to figure that out. We're having a little fight. I want to go uh, hang with a bunch of my uh, buddies at a bar that my wife doesn't exactly like that much. So, um, and then Joe's going to be back in town. So, most likely, what's going to happen is we're going to stay home and watch the game here. Uh, there's nothing better than hanging with her and my son. We get just as rowdy and crazy as we do anywhere else. So, I think I think this year we'll be watching from home. Yeah. I didn't get to didn't get to watch it with them last year because I was at the game. And uh, so we're going to set some tradition with with uh, watching it with them. Yeah, that'll be nice. Do you have yeah. a prediction for the game? 
oh yeah chief's gonna win that's obvious you know uh we've run through the gauntlet of quarterbacks right now from uh from tua to josh allen to uh the guy we beat this last time lamar uh we've taken them all down now we just got brock purdy the guy was uh, mr irrelevant in the draft so um I think, you know, there, there's a strong possibility that the Chiefs are coming out with a win on this. I'm willing to go hand and foot with that and say that we're uh, we're winning that by about 12. All right. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Brock's going down. He's going to get he, – it's his first time in the Super Bowl. First time you're a little nervous, and that kind of uh, stuff does – and Mahomes takes advantage of that. Kelsey – Chris Jones going to get a few sacks. It'll be perfect. Yeah. And McDuffie. I got to mention McDuffie. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, it, and the defensive backs are really strong. They're not going to get, not get the passing game that they hope. Well, I'm rooting for you too. So go chiefs. <laughs> you guys got this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time. This was just so fun. I know I like, I've seen you on the, your, you know, Facebook and our family stuff before. And I'm like, I, I was just sitting there watching the game a couple of weekends ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to talk to him about this. Like, I want to hear more. I mean, I always knew you did this, but I didn't know all, you know, all the details and everything. So I thank you so much for coming and sharing this with all of us today. Oh man, it was great seeing you. I love the Tom Girl shows. It's fun fun being a part of this i uh, was surprised when you asked me but i'm happy to be part of this and and we're going to take it all the way to the super bowl it's going to be a good time all right where can people follow you like are you on instagram facebook or any places they can follow all their all your actions? yeah facebook uh lynn, lynn weirdwolf schmidt and uh instagram i think is casey weirdwolf uh is where i where i do most of my posting on those things and and uh on the social media so but i'm always pr produ producing a bunch of different artwork uh, i'm a graphic designer by trade so i get to play with the the fun part of my job is is producing the chief stuff that i like to do so so there's that and you can follow that artwork see what's going on and and uh see what all's going on with all the crazy fans around the country because uh we're always sharing sharing what's happening yeah, I saw that artwork on your Facebook. They're they're gorgeous. You do such a great job of those the, that graphic design. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so fun. All right. Well, thank you so much. Go enjoy the Super Bowl and I appreciate you taking the time. All you right. Bet. Go Chiefs. We're gonna go all the way. Super Bowl number four. You bet. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank all you guys for listening. Thanks for you can follow Tom Girl on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. Uh, we're happy that we're, this is our first one back for the new year. And I can't think of a better person to kick it off with. So leave it at that. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.